1: morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show hour number two all right looking across the board radar just uh there's really not not a lot going on there's a little bit down south along the coast most of them that were along the coast here have cleared out but there's a line above us that's you know tracking northeast but uh nothing to affect us a little bit of showers around houston and west of town and all that but the biggest part is uh Way out west past Austin and San Antonio, that'll be moving this way. That's probably the rain we're going to get later today and tomorrow that they're calling for. So, anyway, it's uh, just fish in between rain events and what it looks like. And looking at these weights from yesterday and that Legends tournament down in Corpus Christi, that team of uh, Castillo, Coven, and Naglin. They, uh, they had a big red to add to their 18-pound, eight, 14-ounce trout stringer of 690, so that puts them in the lead at 25.04, just a little over 25 pounds. And second place goes to the Blackwell Brothers, both of them and uh, Nippling. They had a 696 red to go with their 1711 trout stringer. That's all good, solid, strong. Numbers there 2407, third place is 2362, and that's uh two baggage boys and Neiman. And I think Neiman is the one that had that seven that big uh, trout year, she's 774 or whatever it was, but uh they're sitting there at 2362, so it's tidy the top. And how about uh, Steckler and Watkins and Nesloni? They had a big red of 7.33 to go with their 16-pound trout stringer, so they're sitting there in th- fourth at 23.49. And then you've got uh, Peyton, Whitley, and Whitley. They had a huge red. They had a good one, 8.45, to go with their 14-pound stringer, and they're sitting there at fifth at 22.74. So some pretty good weights didn't – uh Nobody busted eight pounds on the trout scales yesterday, but today's another day. That could happen today. They are catching some good fish down there and seeing a lot of it. Pretty impressive, but, um, not too shabby. And, uh, real quick, um, uh, as seminars, I've been getting a couple of texts this morning. want to know about the fishing show next week, who all's doing seminars and, and, uh, Looks like uh, the first day, on Wednesday, the 14th, they started off with a freshwater seminar. It doesn't say who's doing it, though. It says living the dream, and that's at 4, and then 4.45, Rich McCloskey, triple tail fishing in Louisiana, and then uh, looks like uh, 5.30, then the Bite Me podcast show, that's with old... Our old John Lopez and Scott no Caleb McCumber, and uh, Dean Thomas, they'll be doing a four-man seminar then, and then, then all our good friends over at uh, Outcast Charters, they'll end up to show that night at 6.30. You'll have the whole gang out there, Captain Sharkey and Cajun Chris and J.J., Sugar Shane, and uh, they'll be talking inshore and offshore with a question and answer and all that if you want to make that. That ought to be entertaining. And then Thursday, you got uh, leading off at 1 p.m. You got uh, Captain JJ with Outcast Charters, Monster Mayhem. And then 2 o'clock, Captain Billy Koshin from Rockport. She'll be talking about fishing flats and wade fishing with artificials. And uh, then at 3 o'clock, you got the fish dude, old Richard Tosh, he will be doing a freshwater fishing techniques about Lake Conroe and other area lakes around the area. And then at 4, K, Captain Cajun Chris, uh, Outcast Charters, he'll be doing a Jetty Smackdown seminar. And then at 5 p.m. at Thursday, you got Captain Scooby. And uh, Gary Gary Land, uh, they'll fly fish for Big Bass on Toledo Bend. And then Billy Gurry, forever. Last hunting and fishing, he'll talk about Wade Fishing, David Dillman, Fishing Galveston Bay, and then Tommy... Easel crappie fishing on Texas Lake, so that's the first two days. Enough of that. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's go to Captain James' Plog, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, James. How are you, my friend?
2: What's up, my brother?
1: How are you, dog?
2: Man, I'm, I'm good. Kind of tired. Kind of tired.
1: Sound whooped.
2: <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> I, had a, I had a tough one yesterday, buddy.
1: Did you? Good. So so me, man, <clears throat> I couldn't
2: catch them. <laughs> I mean, we caught some, but man, I think I quit fishing at five o'clock yesterday. Right. I tried to get through all the tides, man. man right. They ain't eating on this tide. They ain't eating on that one. So I got the, I got the, <clears throat> the started out going. I got the rushing part of it, the stopping tide, rushing in time. Hell, it wasn't good on none of them.
1: <laughs> well. <clears throat> so, there's days like that,
2: man, dude. I can't. I mean, for me, I, I know Charlie it's not like they caught them, but I don't know if some fish out there. You can catch drift, and we really didn't go fool with it too much. I stopped out there one time, we right. caught one, and we caught a little one or something. Man, let's go. Let do this, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. We, I mean, just because Thursday we just walked out of them, you know, waiting. I mean, it was it was good and uh, I started back in there yesterday morning I said man
0: <clears throat> I walked
2: out there and threw out there and bought my third cat boom got one I told my guys, I said, man this is going to be pretty easy right here <laughs> and then we had a, caught two or three little baby trout and I said man this ain't looking too good right and one of my guys caught one a nice fish you know probably not four pounds but maybe close three and a half or whatever he was a nice fish It's okay they get going <clears throat> man like Two hours later, I'm like, dude, we've got to go through something. This ain't happening. Right. And then it, it was like that. It rolled in. I mean, I caught something. It rolled in. But it just never felt like here anyway that nothing was. just never felt like I had no bite. Or maybe I just wasn't where there was many fish, but I went right back to where there was millions of them. So I guess they swam off or just didn't bite. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you caught all of them. No, I'm just teasing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't kill nothing. Now they might have some sore lips them because we ain't, we're not really catching anything on tails, man. We're catching everything on hard baits, you know. Are you? What, what are you?
1: What are you mostly throwing right now, James?
2: Man, Mickey, we rotate through two thousands.
1: Two thousand, man. I ain't thrown a catch in a while,
2: dude. It's it, it's. it's me,
1: How about a me, seven a. m? If you're eating a catch, you ought to be nuking them on that seven a. m. You've liked for nah, all these I mean, years. You
2: can't dig it. You can't dig it down far enough. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm fishing a lot of places. that has got a lot of current. <clears throat> you just you can't get it down. So I mean, you can get yeah, the no, you can get
1: the uh, catch down farther than you can the seven a. m.
2: Oh yeah, he's throwing up current. Just you know,
1: about a three you.
2: count, and you know it's. It, you know, because the water is solid. I mean, it's fairly salty. And, you know, the current really kind of pushes down. If you take, let's let it sit for a second, like, like you throw up current, you know, like a one, two, three, just kind of wait a minute, and then just take, just bang it one time real hard. Well, one time, that first time you bang it, it'll kind of go down a little bit more. And now you're kind right. of in the zone. Even the lily, the sinking lily is better than a floating one, where I'm fishing right now.
1: See, and I mostly throw the floaters and just jig them down.
2: I do too, but you can't.
1: I'm missing them. the boat.
2: No, you ain't missing the boat. If you, if you see what I was doing, if you see where I would fish him, I promise you, you'd be too. I'm the same not missing the boat. <laughs> No, because I know how you think and I know how I think. All
0: right.
1: <laughs>
2: but, uh, but, you know, the 2000s heyday was, you know, back in the cactus days when he was catching all the big trout. but... Oh, man, remember
1: that? Golly.
2: Hey, I bought. We bought or had Eric send us every pink, silver, two thousand on the planet. Just send them. We need them. <clears throat> so that was pretty good. Remember, that was pretty good fishing. Yeah,
1: that. Uh, I, that was the hardest decision to make in the mornings before you got out of the boat. What you were going to tie on, whether it was a catch or a corky or, you know, top dog junior.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, but we're just rotating, you know, through those baits and. You know, every now and then I'll put a tail on and get somebody to put one on just to keep them on it in case, that, you know, anybody. <clears throat> but, man, really, my fishing's been good till yesterday. Larry and I, Larry Higgins that owns Kelly Wicker, Yeah. <clears throat> we were supposed to fish at tournament, and I texted him at 5 o'clock. I was in yesterday. I said, hey, man, I'm out. I ain't catching nothing good enough, and I'm tired.
1: Yeah, I got a text somebody earlier for- from R- Roy Crush. He's fishing it. He was heading down and saying, good morning. So, I wished him good yeah. luck. He's going to win today. So,
2: let's see if he went from daylight till 5 o'clock today. <laughs> and, you for your turn. <laughs> and I ain't on nothing, Mickey. Sure, you can walk into him, but I'm, I, it ain't worth it. I mean, if I was fishing for $20,000, I'd say suck it up and go do it. But right. somebody will walk into him today. Somebody will catch a six and a half pound trout somewhere. I mean, I just honestly did. I'm. I'm yeah, I know where I can go fish that tournament today and do well, maybe win. But <clears throat> now, so does a lot of other people. I'm not going to go fight nobody for no <clears throat> you know.
1: do you think? Did you ever think that we would ever see Galveston Bay shrink so small as it has now? I mean, there's just, I mean, there's nowhere to fish anymore.
2: Well, here's the deal, Mickey. I think about this yesterday and Thursday. I see everybody pre-fishing. I know where to go. I mean... I'm not bragging or nothing. I just, me and you know, we've done it for so long. I know where to go. I know where you can catch a big trout. We used to be the few that know it. Hey, these are good guys. I'm not talking bad about anybody, but the information highway with the phone and the tournaments and everything, everybody knows where to go. Yeah. So I'm fishing the spot Thursday. I'm two-fold. We're trying to catch fish for my crew, and, and I'm, I'm basically pre-fishing, too. Right. And I watch what's going on around me and <laughs> I said the, they know I am standing up there in the middle of nowhere. You see what we're catching. I'm like, I don't race nobody here. Everybody knows to come here now. I, I don't I'm not interested in that. I mean I'm not it becomes a boat race. That's really what I don't like terms for. It becomes a boat race and I ain't beat nobody and then the place I got that I could always do good at this time of year, <clears throat> it kinda got burned. Not kinda burned, it smoked and I'm, you know, what I'm gonna do go in there and look at somebody because it's a really, really small spot. But there's good fishing there. You stand there all day, you get five or six bites, and you probably win the tournament. <clears throat> but I ain't gonna go through that. <clears throat> we gave everything away for like twelve hundred bucks to win something. for Twelve hundred bucks, I gave everything away, so <clears throat> I just ain't going. He was like your tournament, dude. One year we were in uh, maybe Port Conner. Because your tournament was two days. And, man, the doggers, they're seeing that leaderboard. They see where you're at. Today. I had a big problem with a guy in one of your tournaments like that. Because they saw where you were at the day before, looking well, at your weights.
1: Yeah, but I had a 100-yard rule, too. And if they broke that 100-yard rule, they were disqualified.
2: Yeah, but here's what happened. They they come from a back lake. Now that Okay, that's when it become the boat race field to beat you right and these guys come from a back lake and walked over the shore and i'm like man look at that it <clears> yeah, well, don't 100. matter they
1: still they still got to stay out of your way for a hundred yards even yeah, but they beat me with the boat
2: is my point they oh beat they beat, beat there. you there i and got you yeah so now i got to stay a hundred yards from me hey, i saw that kid that uh, he's a good kid named alex he uh his dad used to fish with him me. and he fishes all these tournaments and they were going and they were in yeah. some kind of fast kind of thing in this light that freeze ideal
1: <laughs> he right. said
2: eric went by him and just smoked and they were nothing but in a trail of mist
1: suck the wrap off their boat <laughs> hey, that's how fast eric from. went by hey let me knock his break out hang on a second buddy i'll be right <laughs> yeah, back go all right all right you're listening to the outdoor show so First, before we go to break, I need to tell you about the Belleville Meat Market. What a great place to shop for all your, you know, grade A beef, pork, and chicken, not to mention your processing. They have smoked sa- sausage samples available daily in the store. You can try them out before you buy them. Full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. That's served all week long, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, check out their ground beef specials all the time, Three fifty nine a pound if you buy a bulk 10-pound pack, and uh, that's your – Mix of 85-15, and you can gear up for their livestock show and rodeo. Coming up with uh, USDA choice briskets, pork ribs, and smoked sausage available. Competitive pricing on smoked sausage. You can call and ask to speak with Ben. And if you need a quarter calf or a half calf process, custom, hey, pre-order it. Belleville will take care of you. Wild game processing. Year-round, they make their Vinnie dogs and hog dogs. Bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long and the Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
0: You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby, there was
3: something missing. You should have known.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio Six Ten Outdoor Show, five nineteen here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back with James Plog. All right, Plog, we're back, man.
2: But buddy. had a, a texture
1: would- listener wanted to he said before you get too involved with Plog on another conversation, ask him day in and day out, whether well, you're fishing out of the boat or wade fishing, what's your go to reel, rod, and fishing line? That's all he wants to know. But-
2: and my go-to reel and what? And my rod?
1: Yeah, your rod and reel and your line that you fish with more, one particular setup more than any other day in and um, day out.
2: Well, man, you throw the same kind of line. Uh, you know, I'm right. using that trialing sensation. I burnt orange, and it's, it's a little I, I hate braid. Everybody tells me I'm stupid I don't fish with braid, but I don't like it. I don't fish with braid and I know you do some of the same line I do. That trialing sensation, I use 10. I think you might use 12. <clears throat> but And then I use a, a goal label, uh cigar leader, 15 or 20, depending on what I'm catching. See, and, I
1: don't uh, go below 20. I'll throw – most time. I'll throw 30 a lot.
2: 30? So, well, sometimes I want to
1: – Hell, I remember back in the day when we had big fish, we'd throw forty and fifty pound leaders. Remember? <laughs> remember that well, stuff yeah. we used to <laughs> Yeah,
2: but we had kind cut it down still a little bit. But the fifteen that go label seems like I can get it down a little bit more, you know, when I'm fishing current or whatever. But I fluctuate, you know, I'm always in my brain. Man, maybe I'll change this, go to twenty. Well, I mean or I'm already
1: throwing twelve pound line and for me to throw fifteen pound liter I'm getting a three pound advantage. You know, right. That's why I always got right. a twenty or twenty, I, and I use twenty five a lot. You know, they make it in that twenty five, which I really like.
2: But that goal label leader, that senior goal label, I mean, I'm, that that's money to me. I, I I'm I'm a big proponent of that, and I you know I've the Waterloo rods for years and years, is really almost since Jimmy's been in business. I use a slam bag, and I use a carbon mag, both of those reels, and I rotate them. A little right. bit of of what I'm throwing, you know. Uh, I mean, I fished my slam mag all day yesterday, <clears throat> and uh, and then uh, I think the day before that I was throwing something I wanted something a little bit lighter, or something that you know, it was, you know, not light weight wise, but the tip was you know, a little bit softer. And I was fishing with that carbon bag and whatever reel I might have had on there. It was probably better than, you know, all my stuff is getting old, but you know the. I'm using, you know, still got my thir- some thirteens, and uh, i fish with some Shimano stuff, and I'm fishing with a little uh, little bait reel right now. It's a new little reel. It's a bait reel. It's frame. Real B a t e s. Yeah, yeah called a bait. Mickey Jimmy carries them, and uh, man, I'm pretty happy with it. It's, uh, you know, it's the same size as like that Alder, Alder Band that Shimano that I fish with, some, but it's a really mm-hmm. expensive reel like that Shimano, that Alderman, and it's, 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 well, I don't take care of much of anything, and they're just, they don't hold up. I mean, I enjoy fishing with them, I'm used to it, but it's, it's a lot of money for something to better take care of. Yeah, I'm looking but at all these money.
1: baits reels right now, three seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that,
2: that one Man. with that, that, the, I think they, they got names for them. Mickey, I don't really, I think one's called like a Hondo, that's the little one. That's that's the one that I, I'm you know I'm fishing with now. Well, I'm using it a lot because it's new and it, it works good. It feels good, but as of right now, it's been pretty good. Yeah. But that's what I throw. Me and you don't throw much. Me and you probably throw try the exact same rod. My rod may be a little bit stiffer than that one you like the Slam Bag. You know, it's pretty. Yeah,
1: tight. I like the HP Light that Waterloo makes. It, you know, I'm still throwing yeah, they, the same one Jimmy made me fifteen years ago or whenever it was a long time ago. 10 yeah. years?
2: I they're, they're, don't know. They're good sticks. I'm,
1: I'm a big proponent of Waterloo, not because I But I tell you, them. out of every, you know, I got, I'm, I throw castaways, American, I'm, you know, I've still got some old American rodsmiths, but uh, hook spits and, and Waterloos. But my favorite one out of every rod I got is that darn, uh, uh, Ultra Waiter Light that, that Wade made, you know, that, uh, in the hook spit.
2: Yeah, is that a six two? is that a six. No, five? it's a
1: six. It's a six five.
2: Okay, it's a six five. Yeah, I know, six I'll, five I know or six six.
1: six. You know, it's six and a half foot, and it's uh, it's real light, and it's uh, it's noodleish. You know me, I like I like a noodly rod mm-hmm. with a little mm-hmm. yeah. fast taper backbone to it, and
2: it. It's amazing what the rods we catch, you know, we fish with. They're really light. What, you know, well, not, it's
1: like Pete said, you he said, y'all you know, could catch them on a hoe handle if that's all you had to fish with, you know.
2: Well, uh, I like to think we could, but, you know, you want to get the best you, you want to get the best you can for, you know, me and you've always been, you know, I don't have much good stuff, but everything I use, my tools are the best you can get. If I'm using it, in my brain, is is the best you can have, or I ain't using it right so but that that that's my setup and i used to fish with a 6.9 and i still do some a lot of times i fish with a 6.9 out of boat a a lot sometimes go it further right you know my our our old hands and and shoulders and stuff and it ain't too good no more so a lot of times i just humming out there i just crankbait fish i just reel it straight in now it's it's bothering me a little bit because now you're having to bang these baits you're having to at least for me we're having a put some flash on them you got to yeah, make me that's, that's my gig night.
1: right there i like banging on yeah. them baits you know and, and you i've to- been fortunate my hands wrists elbows shoulders all that's still good only the only drawback i got is my knees you know
2: Yeah, your knees that's, are gone i think everything uh, else i got is gone except my knees i mean though. they probably ain't too
1: good i'm good to go from above my knees and up from the waist well, up, you're good. just huh? about, <laughs> just about, yeah. <laughs> but that's I what I was 70. telling Sam
2: and them yesterday. I was watching Sam, and he's grandpa And I said, man, hey, you got to throw up current. This is late, man. It's like 4.30. And I got out. I catch one about well, if 20 If you don't throw
1: up current, you can't grandpa.
2: You can't grandpa, and I'm watching. I said, no, look, Sam, hold that rod right tip up. Dude. Just shake it and then just kill it. Let the current kill it, but you got to. You gotta get their attention. I said there ain't nothing we've done today that anything's biting. Not me. I'm sure somebody went somewhere and caught beans up. But what we were doing, either there ain't biting, or they're not biting. It's just what happened. I looked at the moon too, just saying I don't like this. It was it was the day of the new moon, right? And I don't actually like the day of the full moon. But see, for the week, if you just look at what I did for the week, the fishing was. I mean, we had good fishing. Not no big ones, but the mm-hmm. fishing was good. Until I got there yesterday, at least where I was fishing. I mean, I know, like I told him, I said, these fish ain't swam off where I just left. I just left here like 10 hours ago. They ain't swam off. They just ain't biting. (laughs) But yeah, you had to make them. You know how it is. Remember, you know, in the old days, taught us, man, you had to take a jig that mirror, or you had to jig it and make them eat it, man.
1: Yeah, that. That, uh,. I mean, hey, think about it. I mean, if the, they made lures you could just throw out there in the water and just reel them in and catch all the fish you want, everybody would have a TV show. Yeah, no, <laughs> everybody would be a gad. you got to make them far. eat it, man. What would you say, everybody would be a gad?
3: Everybody
2: would be a gad. I
1: thought they were already. I think <laughs> well, everybody I know are. is a gad now.
2: That's what I said. They already are. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Oh, i don't know mickey then i went and did some stuff i went to uh, fish some stuff tuesday evening real late and i didn't catch anything but i had a lot of bites i was fishing with a float and i'm watching them come up get underneath the ticket you know they, i said okay there's a lot of fish right here they just ain't biting <clears throat> and i said so yesterday i said man look i got a spotless roll in there. and i rolled in there and when I when I got through with figuring out that there ain't nothing here in my boat's like six miles, I'm like, man, let me go back and get the boat. <laughs> it took me about thirty minutes to go get the boat. I just knew there <laughs> you know, there was fish in there, but the night we caught three little old redfish. But it was like Wednesday we're catching them fishing these are nice trout. So nowadays, I mean it's nineteen twenty inch trout. Like I mean, it's good fishing. Yeah. And when they faded, here's how it started. Then one drift it wasn't very good. We caught a couple, not many bites. Next riff, we caught like two 13-and-a-half-inch trout. I said, where did these come from? And then the next pass, you couldn't even get a bite for the next three hours. I watched them eat. I watched them quit. And that was it. And when them little nasty fish started biting, that was it. They were done. That's how fast the window was. Yeah. And the, the rolled the in there at 3 o'clock, Cause it looked pretty good. To cut you a drift. You said, "Man, I don't know, man. There ain't nothing here. Just Move on." I think that's what a lot of stuff for me right now is. They just and I hate to say that, but like you said, fish don't do nothing but but swim and eat and have babies. But someday, well, sometimes they take
1: a day off from eating. Boy, they've humbled me a bunch. Well, um, I remember back does, in the right. day when we we had millions of fish, and you know you'd apologize when you'd come in and only catch thirty or forty. Nice trout a day, and and uh, there'd be days where you were lucky to catch one or two fish. So, sometimes you'd zero. Just, boy, hey, man, just example, it just the way the cards fell. It's crazy.
2: You're talking about this today, prime example. East shoreline days, back in the day. I'm getting us some shirts made back in the day. I don't know what I'm going to put on if I'm going to get some made. But, uh, hey, we'd fish for 12 hours and catch a flounder or maybe a trout. And when that sun hit that deck, you'd catch 60.
1: Oh, that was, a, that was them old glass men of pattern days, man. Yeah, but
2: you knew we were throwing at them. They didn't just swim in there. We were no. throwing at them all day long, but they wouldn't bite. That was classic, wasn't it? Classic example. they start jumping out of water.
1: Well, I remember that. Golly. Glass men pattern.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a. This- Getting us some shirts made. I think I'm going to put that dinosaur on there. But what was the gas station that had that dinosaur? Was oh,
1: Sinclair? <laughs> Sinclair.
2: Had the, get us had the Brontosaurus?
1: <laughs> yeah. Sinclair. Get us the <laughs> Brontosaurus
2: shirts made. It's going to have on back in the day, and I'm going to a picture of that dinosaur on there. <laughs>
1: That's it. That's all we are now. We're dinosaurs. We're done. Ain't
2: that the truth? Ain't that the truth, buddy? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but uh, well, I don't know. Can't, Man, I, can't
1: take in memories from us. Can't take no. that.
2: Hey, I'm kind of surprised you were talking about that mega and actually that boy Alex he sent me all them weights yesterday from that tournament. Yeah. That'll tell you. Now, they're fishing where there's millions of them. i tell you, I don't think the bite was all that good yesterday because they didn't, they didn't catch a fish over eight, and I figured there'd for sure be fish over eight calls.
1: Yeah, I did too. It, uh, I even saw some zeros on that leaderboard.
2: I did too. I sure
1: did. And some ten pound weights and twelve pound weights, and uh, that just goes to show you. It. Uh, I saw one it was team. Probably tough I guess you, it, you yeah, saw what
2: I think the bite was. I saw one team. I guess you tell me how it works. I guess each guy has to catch a fish to weigh in, and one of the
1: right. Each guy said, has to catch a fish over three pounds. You know, video it, send it into the weighmaster, and release it right there where he caught it.
2: Yeah, well, one and, guy was uh, fishing like me because he didn't catch any. He was a zero. Well. Uh, one of the team members.
1: And that'll hurt you. You know, you, everybody has right to there. catch one trout apiece. And they got to go over in. three pounds, is that correct? Yeah.
2: Man, my whole score would be zeros, dude. Up here, I'd just be zeros across the board.
1: Well, that's why they didn't come to Galveston this year. and They know.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, Chad didn't like coming. We came to Galveston one time. I don't think he liked Galveston.
1: You no, a lot there. of people don't.
2: I hey, there. when
1: Galveston hey. was big time, people hated coming here.
2: Well, it's hard to fish here, man. This you fish, know, the guys from down
1: south, they didn't like this up here, this layout.
2: Well, you know this to be true. This is from catching a piggy, catching a blue marlin. The best fisherman on the planet, and this is my opinion, come from Galveston, Texas. That's you know, just how it is. You can fish here, you can go fish anywhere.
1: Yeah, because we love we you- love going down to their habitat and fishing. And I love it down there. That's you well, know it's a little different. Ta- but
2: yeah, but it's fun. Your tournaments taught us how to do that. We were force fed to have to go do that. Right. We didn't want to go nowhere. Why go anywhere? We're catching giant fish here. Yeah, and then we learned how to fish other places because your tournament and they even the guys that are winning these tournaments nowadays. Well, they were kids when you had your tournament. Right. They all were forced to go fish places that you told us to go fish for the tournament. And
1: that's I see a lot of old Troutmaster names, you know, on that board and stuff. You know, like, uh, you know, you Jimmy Lloyds and Eric Simmons, and then you Octai, Tan- <laughs> Tonsil and Octai Bosky. They're still grinding it out, man. Those guys That's are what animals. I'm
2: telling you, buddy. That the studs of the studs came from back in the day. Hey, and that's where the fast boat started. What we were just talking about, man, i got to get a faster boat because I don't want nobody to beat me.
0: You're and right. it's
2: evolved to what it is now. If you're not going 95 miles an hour with some kind of helmet on, dude, you're not going to win nothing.
1: Black <laughs> jacket I mean, and out. helmet. <laughs> you better get <laughs> body your body.
2: Man. <clears throat> hey, Chad, uh, Chad turned them loose here in Galveston. It was kind of cold that day.
1: I remember that.
2: And we, we ran from Harbor Walk, and I was just fishing like a mile. And we wasn't going to win nothing. I told Jim, I said, We ain't winning nothing, dude. Don't, we, we can't. We can't win. Yeah, but we're going to go. I said, Okay, that's fine. And hey, we hit the Intercoastal. I went left. I think I was the only one that went left. And about 15, that 75 8 and our turban we went south And that bitch That wasn't <laughs> nothing. I <to do>. said, <laughs> <laughs> we just lost. You want to go on now or later? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, I love them uh, blast-offs at Matagorda and uh, Port O'Connor and the Intercoastal, man. It was, uh, all you could smell was two-stroke smoke and mist. That's all you saw. Couldn't even see the boat Good. from we, all the mist.
2: We had one of the fastest boats that boat. We put that 225 of rods on. You turn this loose from somewhere one morning, <clears throat> and there was a shrimp boat coming through there. And I'm, I'm fixed to be first. I think we maybe Sea Drift or somewhere down there. There was a shrimp boat coming by and I almost ran underneath his rigger because he was coming at the same time you were letting us go, and I went almost right. underneath that guy's rigger to hit that cut. We got to where we were going. I looked at Dana's sunglasses, and he had some kind of sunglasses. And the left side of it was just blown out, so he just got his sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that boat oh, man! Was, hey, back in the day, that boat would roll, dude. That twenty-one,
1: yep. with that two twenty-five on there. Right. Yeah, I had that. Uh, I had that twenty-one Kenner Vision with a two twenty-five EFI on it, and that sucker would get it.
2: it man, it sounded get after good too. When you, when you fired that thing up, it sounded like
1: a race car. It did. That was that was good old days, man. All right, brother. Well, I got to run, James. If somebody wants to call you about going out and. Uh, Doing some slam and how they get a hold of you.
2: Come on, buddy. Four nine seven seven one seven three oh six.
1: Slam them on a slam mag. All right, brother. We'll talk to you, right. James.
2: Sinclair, <laughs> we'll see you.
1: <laughs> clear. All right. <laughs> well, if you're going fishing, well, don't. Not till you've been to the 49th annual Houston Fishing Show. That's coming up next week, starting Wednesday, February 14th, running through the 18th at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And, folks, We're talking everything for the fishermen. All the new rods, reels, lures, and uh, factory reps will be there to answer all your questions and show their new products and guides from Alaska to South America. And uh, we're talking dozens of fully rigged boats on display, ready to roll out. Good prices on those with hundreds of kayaks to choose from. And clinics by expert fishermen covering salt and fresh water. And don't forget on Saturday and Sunday afternoons, the kids' clinics. That'll be every, you know, both Saturday and Sunday. Get the kids out, take them in. They'll have a really good time and they'll go home with a bunch of really cool giveaways, really neat stuff. So if you love to fish or just want to learn more about fishing, don't miss the 49th annual Houston Fishing Show. You can check it out at HoustonFishingShow.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 541 here in the Bayou City. Yeah, I uh, saw on the Early Morning Sicko page, Tommy Witt posted that bass I was talking about. A guy named Terry Brack caught a 15-pound bass on the Sabine River. All facts, no hat. Hashtag. Um Yeah, it's uh it's right at fifteen. I'm looking at that scale. And we don't know how accurate that scale is, but that, that's still a giant fish, whether it weighed fourteen and a half or fifteen and a half. It's uh it's a big bass. Looks like he caught it off the bank, fishing off the bank. So how about that? All right. Well let's go down to G Town now. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Good morning, Michael. What's up?
3: What's up, buddy?
1: Oh, man, not a lot. It's you. Saturday morning.
3: Saturday a.m. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. What are you up to? Well, not much this morning, but we've got a pretty pretty good jam-packed day ahead of us, man. We're going to uh, start loading up the old box truck, getting ready for the fishing show. It is coming up. I think we were able to move some stuff in on, uh, on Monday, so... We're gonna be uh we're gonna be rocking and rolling, man, getting everything well, put India. together.
1: I don't miss those days. <laughs> Loading up, setting up booths and boy. And you got way more to do. You know, y'all put up with that,
3: <laughs> Yeah, I think this year is gonna be man, I think we added one or two spaces this year. I don't know, but it it seems like uh it seems like we're working a little bit harder this this, this go around than last, but who knows we aren't even at the show yet it's gonna be fun though
1: oh man y'all get out there and do some (sighs) hobnobbing
3: yep that's it man we're uh we're gonna be doing that today we got our our box truck in yesterday, got it all inspected up and DOT certified and all that good stuff. And yeah,
1: y'all don't use that a lot. <laughs> Once a year, yeah. t- twice a year.
3: <laughs> man, it's uh, it's pretty handy. I'll tell you that. You, we don't use it a ton, but uh, man, it's it's when you need it, you know, you got a buddy that's moving or something, or friends that are moving, you can knock out oh, the yeah. whole house in that thing real quick.
1: Well, with a crawfish market like it is, you ought to put a refrigeration unit on it and start hauling crawfish.
3: Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Well, you see this nasty weather we're fixing to get. It's coming in. I guess we got another one blowing in on Sunday-Monday time frame.
1: Right. Got rain today and tomorrow and then uh, front on Monday, and here we go. Start all over again. Let's roll.
3: Start all over again, man. Golly. I think, uh... supposedly last time I was looking, I think that Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday was like... Or Tuesday, Wednesday was real, real calm winds. Now it's just showing Tuesday, and Wednesday it's picking back up. Right. Back into the high teens. The calm after the storm, buddy.
1: Yeah, that, then, uh, that last stretch we had last week that was uh well a lot of people got offshore there was a lot of fish caught
3: yeah yeah there was uh, a
1: good weather window
3: man i'll I'll tell you i had a i talked to a bunch of people that was out there during that window and you know uh man we went and fished this was just us now from personal experience but we were uh we fished the west gardens and we fished the east gardens and uh and man, we, we fished real, real hard around the West Gardens. It didn't do too much. Uh and then we you know, we caught the majority of our fish over on the East Gardens. Right. And then I get back in and I spoken to a, a few buddies who were out there on different boats and they called me and they were like, Man, we saw y'all caught a bunch of Wahoo and and uh I tell you the same kind of the same story for everybody that and I had a couple buddies that never did make the transition over to the East Coast, So, uh, they were, it was pretty tough for them out there. But it's crazy how those fish, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, this was like 10, 15 miles in between those spots or something, 12 miles. Mm-hmm. Just crazy how they're sitting on one, you know, edge and not on the other. And it's just, that's just nuts to me. You know, right. it's almost the same thing as, uh, as a uh, boom, boom, bang, and you know Nancy, you know they're you know ten miles, seven miles apart, or whatever, and one could be on fire and one is, you know, you're not catching nothing on the other one. Uh, it's just uh, those fish, man. It's just crazy how they run. You just got to be ready to switch it up, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. So. A lot of I don't know state water snapper caught that week too, you know. Shoot, yeah, it was the state water. You know those reefs and, and man-made reefs, and man, they caught some beautiful fish. That was real cool.
3: Boy, that's a that's a time to do it, man. When everything lays down like that, you can. Man, it's just you can sit on those spots and yes. drop down and smack them. You know, I mean, that's everything what Charlie was telling right. me
1: over at Matagorda. He said, man, there at the harbor, there was more snapper laying on the cleaning tables and there was trout <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. yeah that'd be a sight to see yeah. my gosh all them all them bay boats rolling in with a bunch of red snapper you know that's crazy yeah. that's well what's new in your world brother
1: man that's it that's it just uh Waiting on my water to clean up again.
3: Yeah, I thought we were out of the looks, woods.
1: I was loving that drought pattern.
3: Yeah, had
1: all that pretty clear water, you. green water to fish, and now it's uh, coffee with creamer at best. Boy, it's pretty chalky.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been tough, man. This last month has been has been pretty tough. Um, on us you know shoot definitely on us it got clean for just that little bit those couple of wind, you know that little window but you know we're just uh, we're grinding them out man you know just trying to make do with what we got but that weather's been so crazy um, it's been so hit or miss for us it's it's just kind of hard to lock in those fish man
1: I know it's How been brutal year, it's, this is where the you know the Shallow water, wade fishing, you know, fishing for a big one. This is where this weather plays into hand, you know, picking your days and getting out there. And really on some of the worst weather days, usually when, you know, we used to catch our biggest trout this time of year, especially in West. Yeah. Valley. Yeah. You know, start working those coves over there, and it uh, it was pretty good.
3: Yep. Sit out and start throwing those big corkies or soft dimes or you know those uh just slow and you know slow and steady working them baits slow and steady yeah. waiting to, waiting for that one big mama trout that's sitting on her you know sitting on her spot waiting to waiting to eat that one time or two times at the lead you know in a day you just got to have the right bait, right everything throw it right on top yeah of just them, you to know? make
1: sure you're in the right cove with the right wind and tide and the one the fish wanted to pull in on how they yeah. run up down that south side on those bars and they'll pick the right gut with the right amount of bait in it and push it up in the back of those coves and go to work on it.
3: There you go. That's I love good. it. Yeah. Gosh you said it like it's easy.
1: But we used to be. <laughs> I was a little more gung ho back then though, you know? Yeah.
3: Walk a, walk a shoreline real quick, huh? up, oh, down, all around, mile and a half this We'd hit eight or way. ten of
1: those coves in one day. We'd hit them until we found the sweet. Oh, my gosh. Star That's a lot of work, would be hot man. for a couple of days, and you'd have to bounce over to, to uh, the Music Park Cove, Dana Cove. That'd be hot for a while, and then and you'd have to run down to Maggie's or Bird Island. I mean, we used to hit them all. uh, I love it, man. You know, when you had those good southerly flows between between fronts, you know, when that wind was pumping, and there were some, you know, when it goes southwest, some of those coves were better than the others the way the currents and the wind came off of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just park on the outside and work that gut all the way to the back, and usually on the incoming, when you really lit them up, they were always in the very back as far as they could go, and they'd have that bait up against that grass, and you'd work on them
3: stacked man get yep. get get that wind at your back and make sure that bait's stacked up you know where you're casting yep. up into and that's it man that's when magic happens right there
1: wading confed and you know anderson ways and north deer south deer oh, comes,
3: oh yeah now you're talking my
1: language now he he you're talking comes, my language greens i mean all that that's uh we spend a lot of time doing that this time of year february oh, and early yeah. march and then then my bay would really get, start getting hot about mid-March and run into mid-May, you know, wading over my way. But
3: Yeah, that springtime bite.
1: Yeah. Once the drum run started, it was time to go back to Trinity.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or East Bay. You know, and East Bay was a good bay in February and March, too. We used to catch some big fish over there, you know, working all that, wading those shorelines around the refuge and down behind, roll over and. That south side, just you just played the winds, whichever wind you just got out of it and fished that shoreline.
3: Yeah, fish moving yep.
1: around everywhere, man.
3: That's big the magic, bites. man. That's the magic of it, you know. There's big you, bites. You got a lot of people that kind of just don't know where to start and everything, and you know, our my biggest deal is like just you know putting some you know easy stuff together, right? Good good water clarity. Yeah, get don't that make weed it complicated right yeah yeah that's it man find that good little water makes sure, you look look at you know visually see if there's some bait activity going around there you see some swirls you see some minnows swimming around mullet whatever man and then good water clarity a little bit of water movement structure you know whether it's a reef a drop or something you know that's about it man put those yeah. three things together and you know, wind at your back is just an added bonus, you know. This if you time can get, of
1: year, man, points and drains along them shorelines. And then, you know, in West Bay, you got the coves that work in similar fashion. You know, your drains yeah. are actually guts around points leading into flats. And they just they use those guts like highways.
3: Yeah, that's bait. right. That's right. Find the bait, you'll find the big fish. That's, the, that's it. That's yes, it. Yes, sir. I love it. I love really it,
1: nice. love it. It uh and you know where y'all fish, y'all all fish all all you alls is really structure oriented, you know, drop offs and, and structure. That's uh Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Y'all y'all got it figured out.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean
1: you think you do. <laughs> Well, some days you don't. You I mean, it do. just happens. I mean, yeah. me he's had a good week all week, and yesterday he went to the thebottom.com. You know, that's the way it is.
3: Well, there you <laughs> go. God bless him. Yeah, I mean, you just, that's what fishing is, though. thats I mean, you just feel like a rock star one day, and the next day you feel like, you know, you should be uh, working in the library, you know? It's like, what's happening? I don't <laughs> You're either a hero, or it's like, man, what is going on? Why can't I pay these fish to bite? You know, some
1: days chickens, some days feathers, and just the way it works. <laughs> and you, you know, that's you right. one wrong move—you go left when you should have went right, or should have could have woulda. You know, frog had wings; he wouldn't bump his butt, That kind of theory, but <laughs> you just got to go fish it out, man. You
3: know, that's what it is, and, man. And you, gotta, you just got to stay positive. Thing,
1: you, you can't be afraid to fail. I mean, just go yeah. for it, do yeah. it. You know, if you get them, that's that's big time. If you don't, it's part of the game you play.
3: That's right, that's right. I mean, you know what? The best fisher be on the planet still. You know, it's there's. It don't matter who you are, how how frequent you fish. I mean, they still have days where they go out and they don't catch anything. I mean. You know, unless you're fishing in a backyard pond or something that you stock with a thousand bass every month, you know, there's there's days, there's days where it just don't pan out.
1: You know, yeah, I used to do that riverboat gambler stuff. You know, uh, just gamble. Oh yeah, shoot from the hip, gunslinger style. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, it took me a few years to figure it out, but if I would if I would go to an area and wait it, and just smoke them one day. I wouldn't even go back there the next day. I'd go try something else. Cause right. Nine times out of ten, those fish were not going to eat again for two or three days. Yeah. Uh, really yeah. lighted it off like that. And then, then there was time. You know, I learned the hard way. I'd go back to them and couldn't catch nothing knowing they're there. But, I mean, they fed too good the day before and this time of year. Right. You know, back then, those fish, they fed on big mullet. And once they hold a mullet, they, you know – they feed out on them. They'll hold it for two or three days before they burp it back up and start feeding again.
3: Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Just, uh,
1: you just had to be – just not really care. Just go do it. Don't be afraid to fail. Just go for it. Yeah.
3: You get two or three of them spots in your back pocket, you know, That's where – and then. You know, you're on a rotation. Hey, I caught them here Tuesday. Well, going and you here hope Wednesday. like heck
1: that the fish and the, other, the big fish you got in other places didn't feed the same day those other ones did. That's, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> that, was, that was a big deal, too. <laughs> oh, All right, Charlie. So, well, hey, buddy, I appreciate you taking my call this morning. Somebody wants yeah, to call brother. about coming down and uh, booking up and hooking up, how they get a hold of you, man.
3: Well, let's do it, man. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages and pricing. Uh, man, we'd love to have you guys come make some memories. Stay in the lodge with us. You name it. Get married over at our place. We we got it all, man. Come and check us out. But really love to see you guys at the Houston Fishing Show. Um, I believe it's Wednesday through Sat, or starts Thursday through Sunday, Wednesday, 14th through the 18th.
1: 14th through the 18th. You That's it, what
3: man. I know. 14th right, through man. the 18th. Come and see us.
1: <laughs> Sharky, have a good one, my friend.
3: All right, brother. Later,
1: Gator. All right. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break and uh, national anthem and all that good stuff. We'll be right back.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.